You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Testing is, is this thing on? Are we still working here? <laughs> I, I I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm kind of afraid. The doors are open. They haven't shut off the power here yet. I don't know if that's a good sign. <laughs> we're we're still on the air. Hey, look at that. We're still here. We're still here. We're still standing. It's better than we've ever did. <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna pick like up on that. Like a true survivor. <laughs> feeling like a little kid. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to pick up on that. It's like when you're picking up on my Led Zeppelin reference earlier. Yeah. Well, yeah. good times are good. Not bad times, <laughs> but good times. Because, hello, we're back. Yeah, yeah, we are back. Hi, we're back. For another episode of G4D, <sighs> a.k.a. Grounds for Discussion. Discussion. Wow. Wow. Hi, John. That's your, that's your name. That that is my name. <laughs> wow! Look at this. We're we're back in the room. Yeah. We have. We have the mood lighting. We got the mood lighting. We got the drinky drinks. Yeah. We got the coffee here. Mm-hmm. We got the cell phones out with our notes. Yeah. Wow. This, we're here. Hi, friends. We're still alive. I can't believe this. Our internet connection works. <laughs> your computer still works. My computer still works. Somehow we're back. New year, got new uh, ear pads on the old tigers here, and new cords. So Whoa. every time I move, it's not cutting out the feed, which is nice. Hey, yeah, we nice. upgrading. You know what? I should have brought some of my headphones too, because I also got some headphones for the holidays. Ooh, as yeah, well. bring them in. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this... I know those aren't the best. Yeah. They, they, hey, these do the job. They do the Plus, job. Plus, I, I like having little black fa- flakes uh, <laughs> on my head. <laughs> that's how you know it's good, right? Yeah, right? Exactly. That's that's how you know you're get the, getting the optimal listening experience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because so, when I'm in the shower, I like to wash out not only my hair, but the inside of my ears and all the black stuff that comes <laughs> out. <laughs> you think, you know, they can't be any more on this, but then there is... <laughs> Same Seinfeld references, same podcast. That's right, John. And we're finally back. Sorry to keep everyone waiting, but we're here and we are here. So we are going to talk about best of 2019. Yes, sir. We're very excited and in typical G4D format, and we like to mix it up a little bit. So this first episode will be our superlative episode. So we are going to do a top 15 episode next episode Mm -hmm. and this episode is more just the ones that didn't hit the top 15 but we still enjoyed have comments on i want to give some funny awards too plus it'll be another special edition of john's electronic neighborhood (laughs) i think that's the new segment yes i think john's electronic neighborhood (laughs) we even have a little song you're gonna have to work we can call it it john e yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wait, wait, John's electronic neighborhood, Jen. Ah, there it's you go. Jen. Yeah, there you go. It's yeah. Jen, but like in an acronym, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ah, I it's like pronounced it. Crystal. <laughs> like that Apex Twin song. 
<laughs> That's a deep cut right there, sir. Yeah. Very much a deep cut. Deep cut. So I'm very excited to talk to you about this list. I think yeah. we have quite a lot to talk about. I'm very excited. So do you want to get right into it? I know yeah. usually we kind of chat a little bit, but honestly, we have so much to cover. We've kept these poor people waiting a month for an episode. Let's, let's jump right in here. All right. So this superlative is called the, wow, this came out so early in the year and I forgot about it and felt like it came out in 2018, but it was really 2019. <laughs> and that goes to American Football 3. Oh yeah! What a great right. album! I really enjoyed that album. I totally have forgotten. I know. About that. <laughs> I was just like looking at the list. I was like, "Oh wait, this came out in 2019." Wow, great! That's that's a quality superlative right there, sir. Yeah. Wade, Wade has started off. Yeah, their I'm, first album in well, four or five years. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the Paramore feature. It's got a lot of good math ish kind of riffs a lot of alternate tunings that american football is known for i really um, like the song comfortably numb which i know is yep, a reference the- to pink floyd but it still worked within the context of the song obviously did, yeah. you know they're in there you know they're much older now by this point and it felt like a kind of like almost like a more mature album yeah from them really really liked it quite a lot i thank you for bringing that up because yeah. i've honestly actually like been kind of in the mood to listen to him again and you just reminded me there my superlative that i have is the album that makes me the most nostalgic for early 2000s indie music goes to (laughs) omni and the album oh wait hold on networker networker sorry i almost said present tense but it's not that (laughs) present tense is a song off there anyway yes this album it's funny enough it's on sub pop it feels very much like gang of four devo it's very minimal it's very sparse yeah and i really grew to like this album a lot more as it went along and it just made me kind of really feel like huh you know i could go for listening to the shins again (laughs) you know shoots too narrow era right there you know, that, that, that's like that perfect sweet spot, right? Yeah, I can dig it. Like, like that's just, that's what that album reminded me of. And yeah, basically, like I was saying, I really enjoyed it the more I listened to it. Well, what do you know? That one's on my list too in my superlatives. Hey! And I gave it the grower, not a shower, because it grew on me. That's true. Yeah. And, you know, for those of you who know, I've been a big Omni fan since they've pretty much started and i got their first two albums and i really really liked them and this album while not maybe my favorite from them it kind of grew on me and i i started to get it more and it's a very just kind of simplistic it's a good entry into the main world of you know music and stuff for them so i i I agree good major label debut that's what i was trying to say i agree it's also a good summer album too yeah it's a fun little album i know i know we use that kind of terminology quite a lot but it it really does work well for the summertime in that context yeah anyway i have next the best live album of the year in 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 my opinion of course comes from alva noto and Ryuchi Sakamoto with the album Profo 2. Okay. Um, actually, sorry. It's just 2. Profo is a song on there. Man, I'm already mixing up songs here. <laughs> I apologize. Um, 2 is the album. Uh, this is 
their live performance at the Sydney Opera House. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What kind of music is this? So it's a live album, but when you listen to it, you don't really hear an audience or anything like that. And it's because it's a very intimate, ambient performance. Mm. You've got two masters, like just, you know, really, really just experts at their craft, just working really well together as a pair. And they create a really engaging ambient album. It's, it's probably not going to be something that you would listen to like all the time, but when you're in the right mood for it, like it's very easy to get lost in. Nice. Well, I'll double back on that. My best live album superlative goes to David Burns, American Utopia. Hey. Yeah. They put the Broadway sound. It's on Broadway. Now the show we saw two years ago. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh my God. Two years. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Time has flown by. I know. So it's on Broadway currently and they put out a live recording soundtrack and it just sounds just as good as when we saw them live. That's awesome. That's great. You you lose a lot of the visual aspects of it, but at least you get the music. So it, that was, I, I like, it's tough. You know, somebody will say like, Oh, what's your top five, you know, favorite live performances you've seen well that's definitely up there i i would say it's definitely up there if it's not in my top five it's it, it's close that was a phenomenal experience yeah minus the really a drunk person that oh was next gosh. to us oh my god oh that that was terrible up next i have something that i felt like would be necessary to have on my superlatives only because i just don't have enough of jazz on my top 15 Ugh, man i missed a lot of jazz albums this year i i did too there were and there were ones that i listened to and liked a lot i just couldn't include them like if i was really being honest i don't know if i put them in my top 15 yeah however i want to give this to the band uh and i and i couldn't even say it right when we reviewed them uh Norisia? oh yes Mm-hmm. It was a solid little album. Yes, and and that was their album. Oh, geez, why am it was Bloom is the album. Sorry, uh, Bloom, their debut album. I thought this was a really really strong debut from them. Mainly a female jazz musicians on on the album too as well. They're able to cover like a wide variety of different jazz styles throughout. It's just a very fun listen from beginning to end. I really hope that they, you know, continue to do great stuff after this debut. Nice. All right. I'm going to give best pop punk album, best revival pop punk album to Pup with Morbid Stuff. Hey. And the more I think about that album, the more I'm enjoying it and digging it. And I totally get what they're doing. And they're kind of bringing a new classic twist on the old emo pop punk style that works really well in their favor. So... Good job, the pup. Very good. I remember you telling me about them, but I haven't had the chance to check them out. Yeah, so. it was good. I think we did an episode about them. Did we? I'm pretty sure we did. See, we we reviewed. <laughs> There's way too now. much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so up next, I have the song that I just can't stop listening to award, and that goes to the dance act known as As One, off the album Communion. It's the track The Ladder. This is like just an epic scale, almost really a disco track that just does a great job of just hooking you right from the main um, concept right from the very beginning and just keeps on building and building and building. It's just pure fun. And I just kept on coming back to it again and again. And I think it's just such a, you know, 
it's 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 a great example of how to create a electronic song that's able to build and just keep on getting you more and more engaged as you go along listening to it nice all right i'm gonna give oh let's see here let's do best reissue i'm gonna give that to my boys they might be giants on their album they might be giants (laughs) they reissued their first debut album and it's on this beautiful pink 180 gram vinyl and it sounds magnificent and great and i really enjoyed it and just, i don't know this christmas the crisp crisp christmas of it the crisp 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 yes okay Jesus. porky pig hey baby the crisket the cricket the cricket the sound of the vinyl <laughs> it just sounds really good so yes good job on the reissue and please come to florida and tour speaking of vinyl i wanted to go to my next award with a very very specific award that really honestly could be you know much broader than it is but i'm going to give this next award of best vinyl set to kind i'm gonna butcher it here the one from light in the attic i bet (laughs) yes it is from light in the attic uh kanakyo ungaku let me see is that how you say it? I'm totally butchering it. I apologize, folks. Oh, hold on. Let's see what yeah. we got here. Anyway, basically, like Adam was saying. Kankyo Ongaku. Okay. All right. What Adam said. I apologize, <laughs> folks. I'm really, really bad at pronouncing things. I don't <sighs> intend to be. I just, I'm the guy who got a D in Spanish in middle school. <laughs> I, I can't say crispness to save my life. <laughs> So it's a Japanese ambient environmental and new age music collection from 1980 to 1990. And man, did Light in the Attic just knock it out of the park with this whole thing. So it's four discs. So it's a big set um, put in this really nice thick um, cover that's on there. It's got images throughout of Japanese architect that Art Vandalay would love. And see, told you, Seinfeld Seinfeld. reference. There it is. You're tracking at home. (laughs) And it's it's on blue vinyl, too. It's, you know, just really well put together in the sense that, like, you know, it's a compilation of all these different artists that really just work well. Like, everything was just so meticulously, meticulously put together on the sound. The booklet is phenomenal too as well because it gives you a lot of great insight into Japanese ambient music from this time period. Hmm. And if you're someone who's looking to get into it, this is a great place to start. Do not let the price tag shy you away from it because this is a necessary piece, I think, to any vinyl collector's uh, collection. So beautiful set. So well done together. I mean, obviously, that's not the only great thing that Light in the Attic has done. But, man, I could not get enough of this. And I had to make sure that it was on my best of 2019. Nice. All right. I'm going to bring it down a little bit. Uh, blandest record of the year. Oh, goes no. to Tycho for weather. How Ugh. did I know? <laughs> you were going to pick that one? Yes. Because honestly, I was going to do the same thing. Talk about <laughs> underwhelming, just not not my thing. Not, not for me, mate. Not for me, Although mate. I heard he's doing like a remix of it, and it's all instrumental or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of so, like a... The fans have spoken. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's... Nice try, but uh, let's not do that again. Yeah, it's just... It took away something. When we did our full review, and for those of you who haven't listened to it, check it out. Because I feel like we, we gave a good analysis for why it didn't work for us. You bring on a new singer, instead of adding on a new dimension, it just really brought down the instruments. Yeah. And there's such a strong intr- instrumental band, so when you get rid of that element, it's it. You're crafting it defeats, songs for the singer, not for the music. Exactly. Yeah. It kind of defeats the purpose. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear the new album. I hope it's kind of back to a return to form. You know, it's a nice little experiment. I get you always want to do something new and you know try and push yourself as an artist, but it just didn't work. Speaking of albums that. That didn't work. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Album that I feel like tried way too hard to sound like Pharrell goes to, you know it, you know it, Igor by good old Tyler, the creator. Ah. I really, really tried with this album, folks. And I know that there are a lot of people who love this album. There are a lot of people who love this album. There's a lot of people who are putting on their best of, too. Yeah. And No. No, I'm I'm sorry. I I couldn't. I had no interest in ever going back to that. And when we listened to it for the reviews, I just almost felt like, w- w- what was the thought process here? You're you're really gonna try and go from someone who, like Tyler the Creator's pro- thought process here. What was his thought process in the sense that, oh, I'm gonna try and go from rapping to trying to sing without obviously taking any kind of singing lessons without really understanding that like Pharrell, regardless of your opinion of him, hits some pretty high notes. He's a good singer. He's a good singer. Yeah. Tyler, the creator is not. The hat helps. Yeah. Raises your voice higher. Yeah. Tyler, the creator is not a good singer and it just ends up becoming grating. I, I'm not going to sit here and say it's the worst album of the year. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Was that not for me? Not, not for, for me, mate. Not for me, mate. All right, let's see here. What can we do here? So, so if you if you're looking for another one, I I have uh, one as well. Oh, I got one. Um, best rockin' album. <laughs> I'm giving it to X Hex for Cosmic Wave. Oh, good good call, sir. Yeah, I really like this album. I like a lot of guitars. It gives me a lot of like go go vibes. Mm-hmm. Like kind of just like those kind of fun power chord, kind of just heavy guitar riffs, and just, it's a fun rocking little album. Hmm. Good job, X Hex. Yeah, I totally forgot about that album. Yeah, there's a lot of those little ones. Like, wait, this came out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have up next best soundtrack of 2019. Oh, and you already know who I'm going to give it to because mm-hmm. I literally talked to you about it before we had <laughs> the Emoji Movie come out this year. What? How'd you know? Ah. So it's going to be for the album. Cats. Uncut. <laughs> Have you seen Cats? No, I do not plan I'm, to. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it yet either. I'm very curious. I I don't want nightmares. <laughs> like <laughs> everything I Which saw. Which cat from Cats do you think will give you the most nightmares? Probably James Gordon. James Gordon. James Gordon? It's, is it? Oh, James, James Corden. Corden. Corden, like the Cordon Blue. James, I, I know. Now, John, G4D doesn't have a lot of enemies of the show. We have one enemy. 
yes. from Record Store Day. But James Corden might be public enemy number one. Yes. For his Keurig commercials. Yes. They are offensive. Oh, God. They're just... Has James Corden never had a pour over before? <laughs> like, I mean, I, I get it. You know, it's he, he, it's he he's a pain. sponsor. Like, I get it. But like, can you tell me to my face that you prefer the taste of Keurig coffee over fresh ground coffee? I, I, I do not. And I think those paid actors couldn't either. I, I, I just think, you know, Keurigs serve a purpose in the sense that they're convenient. Yeah, they're there to trash the ocean. <laughs> they they also just I didn't I didn't really realize it until you pointed it out to me. So correct me if I'm wrong. It you, you, no matter what, regardless of whether you're making like a you know a small, medium, or large cup, it still is the same amount of grinds that are in correct that curate cup. So you're not really getting. Like the proportionate flavoring, correct. The proportionate amount of beans in your cup of coffee, right? Oh, very correct. Also, when the water comes down and penetrates, you know, the the puck thing, it's still going through the same filter. So if you put a different kind of coffee, hot chocolate, and any other of the entree drinks that you can get in there, it's going through the same thing. So you got to clean it out constantly, or else it's going to taste terrible. I didn't even think about that either. Yeah, but I mean, trust me. Like, so if if you're ever in a public place and there's a Keurig, give it one or two cycles through just clean water. You'll see all the grounds come out and like Ugh. it looks like dark brown water. It's disgusting. Ah, <sighs> see. So James I, Corden, stop with the nonsense. Get yourself a damn Chemex or something. <laughs> come on, you can afford it. Yeah, seriously. Uh, although who, who's worse with their coffee, um, sponsorship that they do him or George Clooney is George Clooney does, uh, what is it? Nespresso? Oh yeah. Nespresso is, I guess it's the same concept of the pods, but yeah, eh, at least those try to make decent espresso. I guess Yeah. when we were in uh, Ireland, they were everywhere in the hotel rooms and oh really? Yeah. They're pretty, pretty tasty. Got to say, okay. Got to say. All right color me surprised yeah i was also very surprised oh. by this album this soundtrack yes I say best soundtrack sorry folks for the diversion <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, it happens, it's, happens. it's been a while as you can tell yeah. um it goes to uncut gems Ooh. by daniel lopatin i guess that's how you say his last name i really tried to say that phonetically there lopatin 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 <laughs> I guess it's like it. it's it's one o tricks point never that guy that guy um am I true <laughs> I've not seen uncut gems yet either I need to I'm see I'm a it. bad Jewish person <laughs> I need to go see it I I need to see it but thankfully I know that the soundtrack is amazing mm. I mean one o tricks point never is always great at reinventing himself and always doing something different on each album that he puts out and this is no difference this album literally opens up with an epic eight minute ballad surrounded surrounding the main character of the story like just what an awesome way to open up this album it's just it's so phenomenal from beginning to end there's there's different little clips too from the movie in there as well that intersect like 
that interject really nicely too as well. Hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed listening to it. It's a good album to listen to if you're doing work too, I think as well, because it kind of like gets you pumped up. Yeah, make some bets on basketball. <laughs> cool, how many more do you have? Just curious. Um, you know what, I, I could do more, but I... One, um, I have a couple more. I, just, I was just getting the okay. gauge, getting gauge. Okay, all, all right. right, yeah, go for it. All right, uh, best Netflix movie, I guess. The best accompaniment by a Netflix movie goes to Tom York for Anima. Ah, good man. Yeah. Good man. I was, uh, he also won the <laughs> award, too. And I really liked the movie. Paul Thomas Anderson did it, I believe. Yes, it's very sir. cool. Accompanies the music very, very well. It's beautifully shot and halfway decent album. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, John is very surprised. I put it this on superlative list instead of my normal list. No, can... it's, 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 it's all right. Okay. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not bursting a blood vessel in the top of my head or anything. No, not at all. No, not at all. It's getting bigger. <laughs> it hasn't burst yet. <laughs> um, my next one is going to be best hidden album that was just released and that goes to john coltrane's blue world Ooh, that's a very good one you know there was an album that came out i think the year prior for john coltrane or or maybe two years prior to that where it's kind of a lost album with him and miles davis right or is that something um, i'm thinking of well that did come out on vinyl but there was another one that was a john coltrane album and it was kind of like it was a collection of different tunes. Like it was kind of like in a phase where he was trying out some stuff. Okay. Like there wasn't anything like really too official to the recordings. Uh, like, and there's a lot of like untitled tracks and things like that on it. This was actually a soundtrack that was recorded with the classic, um, John Coltrane quartet with Elvin Jones and all that. And it was done to soundtrack a like art film. Yes. It wasn't released until this year, and it really is a fantastic. It's a good jazz album. It really is. I liked it a lot. It 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 gets better with repeat listenings too as well. It's got a lot of like, you know, kind of like walking around and cold streets in the city kind of vibe. Yeah. To it. That's what it just made me think of. So I, I, rainy, I haven't seen walking in a rainy day or something. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It. It just gets better and better with each listen, and it's just really a hidden gem in the grand scheme of things. Nice. So. All right. Um. Let's see here. This is the um, best album that I think John would approve of my taste in electronic music. Album. Oh. Yeah, and I'm giving it to Telephone Tel Aviv. Yes. Dreams are not enough. Oh, good man. Yeah, John was good impressed. Man. Woohoo! Yeah. I did it. <laughs> I almost put it on my best electronic albums of 2019, but uh, like I tried to make sure we wouldn't be here all night talking about <laughs> electronic music. Well, I'm glad I brought it up then. Good yeah. deal. Yeah. Talk about an album that just, it it was a risky move because originally it was two guys in that group. Yep, now it's one guy. Yeah. Because the other guy had passed away, and it's like first album in quite some time. I think, I don't know, 10, 10 years ish or so. so yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely a long time. I'm sorry, I don't know off the cuff the the length of time. And he basically decides, like, okay, you know, I'm I'm gonna set up some new rules. I'm really gonna reinvent this here and really try and do something unique 
it is a great experience. It's an album that's worth listening to front to back that I just think constantly surprises you as it goes along. I, I was just kind of blown away by it because I just felt like, I don't know where this is going and that's exciting. Really reinvented like the name telephone, uh, yeah so that's awesome I'm, I'm 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 happy to hear that there yeah man um i think my last one oh actually i got two more okay yeah i really so. i wrote down albums that like there's like one or two that i really wish i got to check out and i still need to check out mm-hmm. and that's the albums um from slow tie which is nothing great about britain and then shushu his newest right. album i need to definitely check those out and then just Op, random ones I put on here. Uh, James Blake's album that came out earlier oh, this year. Oh, right. um, I put down Lizzo. Just, uh, you know, it was yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Both of them deserve some props there yeah, that we talked then, about. Um, the recent album, which I think you would like this one a lot too, from Goucher Lustwork. Ah, I actually have that on my electronic list Look here, at so, that. Yes. Well, I impressed John again. Yeah. Look that, at me go. I am impressed, sir. Look at you go indeed. Um, so, yeah, I'll quickly go through the couple other ones that I have here. Yeah. Um, best album that nobody's talking about that sounds a lot like Stereolab. And if you like Stereolab, <laughs> you should definitely check it out. Award goes to Sparrows. And the album is... Uh, sorry, I keep on having problems with my phone here. Wouldn't no, you know it? Is it called Berries? Yes, Berries. Thank you, sir. Ooh. Berries from Sparrows. Um, very much reminiscent of Stereolab at points. It's got, it's got that kind of vibe to it. It was really, really enjoyable. It's filled with instrumental songs, filled with songs that have features on there. Hmm. And I just feel like nobody's talking about it. Like it just, I, I, I can't think of anybody saying like, oh yeah, I really like this album. And I think people need to check it out if you're into Stereolab especially. Sweet. I just looked them up and put them on my list. The album that got me shaking my booty the most <laughs> goes to Martin with the album. Well, actually, it's more of an EP called Odds Against Us. Uh, three tracks on this EP just filled with just heavy hitting dance tracks from from Martin. Just really, really great grooves through each one. Um, so I did not expect myself to be saying booty on this podcast today there you go there's the booty but if there's one one album one ep what have you that had me moving it it was this one moving it moving it moving it moving (laughs) it and then the final one i wanted to have and i i was maybe put it in the best albums of the year um electronic wise but it's more of a compilation of uh songs from 2011 to 2019 by burial Burial has tunes from 2011, 2019 that kind of just, you know, got released on EPs and whatnot. And now he compiled them all together on one compilation, two hours and 30 minutes of just really a lot of great hidden gems on there together. All those songs work really well and just kind of reiterate that we need another album from this guy. Come on, dude, get it together. Come on, burial. Yeah. Come on, dude. Come on, Burial. Get with it. It's, Come on, man. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's, <laughs> it's just kind of funny that, like, this guy is, like, considered such a hugely influential electronic artist. But all he does, like, every once in a while is put out, like, a couple of tracks. And that's it. He hasn't really put out, yeah. like, an actual full length. Sometimes quite quanti- some time. quality, not quantity. 
I guess, but yeah. I'm uh, I'm ready, and this album just made me even more ready for an actual album from him. Nice. All right. So, Adam, are are you ready? This next one, we'll kind of, I'll make sure to blaze through it, but I, I think, I think you're gonna have fun with it. All right. All right, John's electronic network. What do we call it? Well, uh, let me let, let me get on this uh, sweater right here. All oh, right, here and and let, let me let me serenade you here, buddy. Beep boop, beep boop, boop, beep boop, 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 boop. It's a beautiful day for some Aphex Twin. <laughs> some beautiful day for some bleeps and bloops. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? My electronic neighbor. Wow. And it didn't reference Boards of Canada. How does he do it? <laughs> well, it just didn't work within the rhyming structure yeah. there. So <laughs> I worked very hard on that, by the way. So I'm glad you appreciated it. That was good. That was very good. So good afternoon, boys and girls. Hi. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about my favorite electronic albums of 2019. Oh, you mean like Marshmallow? I love Marshmello. He's great. He does that song with the guy from Bastille and Chris Brown. <laughs> and he wears a marshmallow for a head. A marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's coming here soon, right? Yeah, the uh, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh boy, I know what show I will not be going to. Yeah. I want to see Dead Mouse and uh, Marshmallow get a fist fight. And whoever loses their dumb helmet first <laughs> is the loser. <laughs> Whose helmet would come off first in a fight with Dead Mouse versus Marshmallow? Actually, I hope they try and fight and the weight of their helmets just end up toppling <laughs> them over backwards. And they just start running at each other and they they can't see out of them, so they just slip comically. <laughs> Whoop! Yeah, right. <laughs> I imagine probably Dead Mouse's helmet's coming off first. I feel like those weight of the ears, like that, yeah. that's you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like a neck brace is in that guy's future. Yeah, I would put <laughs> Daft Punk in there too, but their helmets ain't coming off. Yeah, and and to be fair, they're hardly ever around, so they're, yeah. you know, they're not really wearing those things too much. Living the good life. Living the good life. All right. So I'm going to be quick. I'm going to kind of give a quick summary on each of these here. So are these, uh, are we starting from the bottom or is this random order? So it's going to be random order. Okay. No, like, honestly, I can't do, like, I that's tried. I can't do this one goes here or there. I know maybe that's not considered a true list, but I feel like all these artists need some recognition here. So I'm going to, you know, I, I think I'm going to start off with kind of an album from, you know, two pros that are just pumping out great albums to this day. And that is the artist Plaid with the album Polymer. They've been around for quite some time, a staple with Warp Records. They just pumped out another fantastic electronic album that just continue. Like if you're familiar with their stuff, you know what to expect, but they do it so well that it doesn't even matter. Standout tracks on this are Dancers, and uh, Los on there. Just a really, really fun album from beginning to end. Sweet. Then from there, I wanted to talk about Pie Corner Audio with the album Hollow Earth. This 
very much could be like a soundtrack to you know something like i don't know a new space movie that's coming out there this is a really really great like kind of grabs you right from the beginning type of album that has just very engaging space-like tunes throughout um you know that has a concept album feel to it as well really enjoyed it from beginning to end then from there i wanted to talk about the newest album from nathan mckay and that album is called blue spring debut album from him really really well done album that's basically you know think akira meets dance music Ooh, sounds pretty good. <laughs> so very much influenced in the realm of anime it's definitely like a unique album on its own because of that anime aspect in there talk about an album that just really caught me off guard this nikisi and the album seven directions which is one of those kind of albums i stumbled upon and man just some really hard-hitting beats here from 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 her like she ended up just really really becoming like an artist that i was just hooked to for a while there because these are just very very hard-hitting tracks on there like she just masters these drum beats with a huge african influence throughout oh I'm trying to find her on spotify there she is there you go good man good man um up next uh i wanted to do ron morelli and that album is man walks the earth this is a ambient album that's very very easy to just relax to but just has almost a experimental techno quality to it as well like i don't that might not make too much sense until you actually listen to it but like the techno aspect is there even if the beats aren't if that makes sense hmm. then from there shanti celeste is somebody who i've enjoyed her work quite a bit in the past she really was known for doing house tracks this time around she puts out her debut album tangerine and just kind of runs the gambit does all different kinds of electronic music throughout everything from idm to dance it doesn't matter this is a smartly crafted album from her next up i've got special requests now this might be a little bit cheating because special requests actually put out four albums in 2019 but the album off world is the one that was probably my favorite because this is outer space meets r&b and the last track on this album is epic absolutely epic it's 13 minutes long and has probably some of the best build-up you'll ever hear in an electronic song sweet so so cool really really enjoyed that one quite a lot so moving right along here i'm moving really quick um I wanted to give a shout out to Steny and his album Upsurge. So Steny, this is actually his debut album too as well. He's been putting out a lot of EPs for quite some time now, all the way back, I think, to 2012, 2014, around that. And for his first full-length album, he decides to really, really just not restrict himself and really just constantly is just trying new things on this album it's just a well-crafted album 
from a you know record label based out of munich germany uh Ilian tape where it's just so tried and true to what that label is all about and it's about creating atmospheric idm and it just was such an engaging album listen to listen to for me then from there i wanted to cover steve Housechild, uh ambient album right here that's very much filled with a space vibe throughout it that's a very very easy album to just kind of get absorbed and lost into from the very beginning to the very very end great great album ninja tune has just been on a roll and this album definitely goes up there with one of their best albums from that record label from 2019 roxy moore now this is roxy moore with two r's in it this is such a unique electronic album right here the album called face to phase this is an artist that's she's so smart at like capturing the kind of hidden elements of dance music working almost in a negative space the this is just a very very interesting album to listen to because there are points where it could be sparse but also very bass heavy it never gets too overly complicated but it's all about the finer details cute yeah okay all right am i going too slow too fast no you're good okay all right i don't i don't have that much more i promise i'm gonna get through it real real quick here all right so alessandro cortini now if you've been a big fan of nine inch nails for quite some time his name should sound familiar he's toured with the band in the past really got into electronic music at one point and man this album is just epic in in scope talk about an album that's just really smart at building up the tension and building up a tune this album does that in spades then up next i've got andre bratton with the album pax americana this is techno music with an emotional heartbeat to it this is techno music that just kind of resonated with me in a way that i wasn't expecting and i don't know if that was intended from the artist but it left a mark on me and ended up being an album that i revisited quite a lot okay all right so i will now go to a probably the best house mix of the year from Move D and the album Building Bridges. Just talk, talk about like a great example of how to take house music and to tell a you know cohesive narrative throughout using all these other artists that you're working with on the album too as well, mixing in different songs as well. It just perfect mix from beginning to end. ambient album from leaf l-e-i-f and that album is called loom dream very very atmospheric album with kind of like a little bit of an undertone of techno to it too as well so it's not just pure ambient there's some beats to it as well that just feels very atmospheric throughout up next jubilee now with jubilee she's has both new york and Miami residents in her blood and both of those influences play into her music 
and it just ends up creating just a very very fun sound throughout this album is filled with bangers it is filled with sounds that you know could be considered like retro 80s tracks things of that nature the album call for location is just so much fun to listen to from beginning to end check it out on a saturday night all right how am i doing on time uh, how many more you got <laughs> <laughs> i got a lot but you know what do you want me to save them for the next show yeah save them for the next show okay all right perfect i told you i had a lot yeah you got a lot man <laughs> holy crap <laughs> sorry man but it's all right the, the way i got it I'm, you know i got i got one two three four five six seven eight nine left oh wow yeah, so, save it for the next one. We'll, I'll save it for the next one. Yeah, yeah. we got time. We'll, we'll leave the folks in suspense. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I wasn't kidding about John's electronic neighborhood no, here. We gotta, we, when you put on that jacket, you meant business, my friend. I, I meant business. I did mean business. <laughs> well, I, I also just don't want to bore you to death. Plus, it meant that I was hogging the mic. So I apologize, sir. It's all good. I didn't really realize it until now. Like <laughs> I was like, oh, if I'm quick, he, he won't mind as much. I apologize. Hopefully... <sighs> Hopefully the audience at home wasn't bored by that. <laughs> you, they weren't bored and had to move to Canada. Uh, uh, that was good. That was uh, good. That was good. All right. So, <laughs> so yeah, we'll be back talking about our top 15 albums and more of John's Electric Corner. Is that what we called it? Electric Corner? Uh, uh, electronic Corner. John's Electronic. Jen for Jen. short. <laughs> wait, Corner does... Wait. Ele- no, Electronic neighborhood neighborhood there we go that's right sorry john's electronic neighborhood jen. electronic corner is what we called it originally but it's yeah electronic. i like jen yeah i like jen too jen. yeah that that works well we'll need to have that made up on a shirt there you go <laughs> this is a lot of fun sir i think doing superlatives is always a good thing to do because there are always a lot of great albums every year but maybe not necessarily ones that get the spotlight on the best of year list i agree I'd like to think we have a good variety. I'm I'm very about. curious to see what's on your top. I I have a feeling some of ours might overlap. Yes. I the top album though. I'm very curious to see what you picked. I'm very curious to see what because you picked. Because I haven't. I, I feel like it's either one or the other for you, but I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like I might have already made it known what it's going to be. I have a feeling, but. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's, it, it might be predictable, but like, honestly, like I, I really haven't changed my mind since then, you know? Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll be curious to see what everybody thinks of the rest of our list. And for those of you at home, if you think we've totally missed some stuff, was John's electronic neighborhood missing a lot of electronic artists that you think should have been on there? Very well possible. There's a lot out they there. They could be. They could be on next week's list. Could be on next week's list. Yeah. Are there any albums that we should have covered from a superlative aspect? Are there any albums that you think we should be covering after we do our best of 2019? Let us know. Tell well, us. We're well, here. We're here. We're, we're on active social media. now. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, thank you guys for listening. We're sorry we've been gone for so long, but. More good things to come this year. We got some ideas for things um, coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. We're going to do an episode. I have a, from Christmas, I got Death Wish Coffee, which is 
the world's most caffeinated coffee. So we'll do an episode where John and I drink that. We might have to film that. I don't too. know. Listen to like, <laughs> like acid jazz or something, and just lose our minds being so caffeinated or something. We own this town. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a couple other things we'll figure out here and there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm already nervous. All right. The, the anxiety. Oh, I already feel it. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's like one of those things where, like, you, you hold it like the Lost Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you open up the bag, it just melts your face <laughs> off. <laughs> Grab the bag and the boulder comes and chases you. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, stuff. it's been fun. It has been a lot of fun, sir. Cheers. Cheers. To us. The last drop. Mm. <sighs> Nothing Always like. fun. It's good to be back. Good to be back. So. On G for D, aka Grounds for Discussion. discussion. All right. Bye. Caffeine induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username g4d underscore podcast drop us a line at g4d podcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions general questions or business inquiries you can find our podcast on itunes and john and i would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show may your cup and heart always be full of coffee good music and cliche motivational ending sentences thanks